Love it. All right. This is definitely part one. This is the first recording, our first attempt. We're professionals here. No way we'd have to start this over, especially less than 10 minutes into the first one. Yep, yeah. started right on time. We're no, right on no, time, as always. No hiccups. Everything's fine. Nothing bad ever happens. Can't believe ever. the Cowboys won. <laughs> <laughs> and hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 14 of the Internet Football Podcast. That's right. We have reached the same amount of episodes as touchdowns with two extra points, assuming your team has good kicker. Uh, as always, I am one of your hosts, Steven. Joining me, uh, as always, is Tyler. Hello. Logan. Ew. And Graham. I was first last time, and now I'm last. I understand. <laughs> what do you mean, last time? <laughs> you introduced uh, me. He means uh, no, uh, episode uh, 13. <laughs> yeah, but yes, maybe 13. Exactly what I, mean. <laughs> yeah, 13. I, I would say, what What do you mean, last time? Last this time. is our first recording. Last week. Yeah, okay. I believe you are correct. I like to switch it up. Yeah. Oh, man, but week 13 is almost in the books because as it seems to be part of this season, we are recording just before a Tuesday night game, so you might hear some live updates of Cowboys versus Ravens. That is correct, Steven. That is what we will be doing. Oh, so you're telling me Steelers-Ravens already played? Yeah, uh, you know what? They did play. With And you know what? Internet famous third string quarterback Trace McSorley got his shot and dang near almost beat him. <laughs> I'm I am I am not gonna lie like I will be one hundred percent honest. He threw that touchdown, I threw on the Trace McSorley song. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was vibing. I'm not gonna and I was doing a final for school and it was just like just add the song I'm like, yep, feeling good. Feeling good. Oh, I would say Hollywood Brown did almost all the work on that touchdown, and of course I've dropped him in my fantasy leagues. Because uh, he's rip. done not much this season. It, it's That's not exactly like why he did so well. Yep. <laughs> I mean, hey, it happened with Marvin Jones. He did nothing. I dropped him. All of a sudden, he's Matt Stafford's favorite target. Woo! Yeah, that's because he's a Lions receiver. I never trust them in fantasy. That sounds familiar. Uh, this was the weirdest week of the NFL season. I was going to say, Wednesday... Well, I mean, technically the Ravens-Steelers was week 12. So in terms of week 13, how are we feeling? Phenomenal. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty, pretty Gucci. I feel Logan, busy. what makes it phenomenal? <laughs> I was like, Logan, what makes it phenomenal for you? Best football week of the season. The Buccaneers could not lose. <laughs> Except for that one time the hurricane caused us to lose on our bye week. <laughs> <laughs> Good news, clear skies over Florida this year. The hurricane uh, number has gone all the way up to Ita. Ita? <laughs> say, wow. So we actually have documented evidence of the Buccaneers losing on a bye week. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's how you do it. Take notes, everybody else. Brand, you thought the Colts lost to the Jaguars week one was embarrassing? Take that. Uh, the, Bucks, <laughs> the, bu the Bucks lost to weather. Yeah, oh, we lost man. to Mother Nature undefeated. <laughs> man. Uh, at least, uh, at least I'm not a Jets fan. Uh, oh, God! Um, I know, right? I mean, but to be fair, do we think the Jets fans actually wanted to win that game? Uh, oh, absolutely! If I was no. a Jets fan, I'm rooting for the loss. 
I mean, I was just saying, as as a Chargers fan, I was rooting for the Jets to actually pull it off. I was laughing maniacally in my car when I saw that they took the lead. Um, as, obviously, that didn't pan out. As someone who uh, actually had a potential threat of his team going 0-16 one year, that that one win was everything I needed. So I assume they just want the one win. Right, Even but where are the Jets going to get it at this point? Uh, the Patriots, obviously. Yeah, please. Uh, because it will be the tastiest victory in the world. Sam Darnold jersey in my cart ready to purchase if he can just do that. You, you hear that, Sam Darnold? If you get your one win against the Patriots, you will have at least one person wearing your jersey. You this will double season. your jersey sales. <laughs> It'll probably give me mono. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Make out with him? I thought you were just if buying he his beats jersey. The Patriots, yes, I will. Ah. I was gonna say we oh. know Graham's mo at this point. You would be taking one for the team there. Oh, <laughs> I mean, mono man. does mean one, so yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Oh. And and mono being one is. Would be one more point than the Chargers scored this past weekend. Ooh. Boom! Oh. Got him. Oh, I will roast my own team until the cows come home. <laughs> I can't believe. I mean, I knew we weren't like we were at least mathematically possible to make the playoffs until that game, and not only did we get mathematically eliminated, just in the most embarrassing got mathematically way. Mathematically messed up too. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> it it hurt. Just a little bit more. That's the thing. Like, I didn't think I could get hurt much more. I was saying, like, yeah, every loss, it's like I kind of expected. I didn't think it'd be that bad. 45 to nothing. I think that is legitimately the worst, like, loss in the Chargers' history. There have been some bad losses. Congratulations. Mm. Made history at some, point. at some point. Uh, it's Bill okay, guys. Well, comes for us all. I know. Him and <laughs> There's a reason he wears his hood up all the time. <laughs> Grim Reaper looking ass. Uh, but besides my woes and the fact that the Seahawks couldn't beat Colt McCoy and the Giants, it's an alright week of football. Oh, God. Yeah, the Colts won on a miracle. I will take it. Oh. By miracle, do you mean that the center just couldn't help Deshaun Watson in any way possible? Yeah, I mean, when you snap the ball, you want it to be about ankle height into the quarterback's offhand. Ideal yeah. spot. I, I saw that, yeah. and it just it gave me flashbacks to, gosh, it, it was an Iron Bowl, or not an Iron Bowl, uh, Army-Navy game. Had to be, oh, gosh, I couldn't tell you How what year. How miserable must you have been to watch an Army-Navy game? Or bored. Uh, considering that I've got family, military on both sides, uh... You know, it was the only football, and I was watching it, but I think there was one year, it was like, I want to say Trent Steelman was the quarterback. That, what a that's cool a name. name. I'd trade names with Trent Steelman. Uh, <laughs> yes, that, I am correct. His name was Trent Steelman, and he literally had gone three years in a row not beating Navy. They got down to just about where Deshaun, you know, about like within five yards, p- hit, gets the ball to the running back. Running back just drops it. And you see Steelman just like just die for it. He couldn't <laughs> recover, but like he just it's just like a it's that desperation of just like I cannot lose this way, and he lost that way. 
Ugh. It's less a dive and more just throwing your body at the football. Yeah, just, just like pray, praying, like, please, please, no, not like this. And the Navy just, yeah, they the, recovered it, the, and they won. And The Colts uh, do not recover that fumble if Rover Stewart does not throw the center out of the fucking way. Grover Stewart? Like right at that the is a... Sna- right, right at the snap. It was gorgeous. He just, like, moved him aside and left after the ball. It was a magical play. I didn't know that anyone was... I didn't know anyone outside of Presidents and Muppets were named Grover. Oh, yeah. It's a very odd name. I don't know why his parents didn't like him when he was born, but hey, Grover what he lacks Stewart, up for... he is a man. I'm guessing that's Graham's shout-out for the week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, he's hot. <laughs> hot, hot. Hey, like, like Cameron Jordan hot, or... Uh, not no, even like close. Baker Mayfield against the Titans hot. Ah, <laughs> uh, that type of hot. That type. Oh, God, thank yeah, you Ty- so much, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler, you did it. You did it. Universe was with me there. I... I don't yep, know the universe I'm definitely just, like, sided with you and Logan on that one. Right. I'm just, I've never felt this before, where, like, the Browns have a chance to win the division. I don't think I've ever said that sentence in my entire life. The Browns winning the division and, like, have it being a possibility. At this point, let's just, like, uh, let's get to the first hurdle. You still have to clinch playoff spot, but you are very close to doing so. It, yes, but... Oh, Yeah. There's just something about only being two games behind in the division just makes my brain just spiral. And it's through more than just one week. Like, through one week, you're used to being within two weeks of the division lead. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Third weekend of September, we're within three games. <laughs> yeah, no, we are down to four games left in the regular season, and you were, you know, within two, it's certainly possible it's i mean if the steelers play the if the steelers play the way they did against the uh washington football team then uh yeah i'd say it's definitely possible i think you guys would have a very good shot of being the uh uh at least the flex game for sunday night football week 17 dude i'm no i'm nervous for this monday night game it's browns ravens we don't do good in pride time we barely get any primetime games let alone the standalone monday night football game so uh as knees are shaking so far (laughs) knees are shaking on this one knees weak arms heavy mom spaghetti uh mom spaghetti indeed i mean so hey to be fair so far you are one and oh in primetime this year wow congratulations thank you well played thank you that means a lot so let's hope it i don't feel this kind of success Yep, spoken like a true Browns fan right there. I just don't believe things oh. until they're like in written form. Like I won't believe. That's spoken like a true. <laughs> That's spoken like a Logan right there. Hey. <laughs> you guys will have to send me a certified piece of paper that says Cleveland Brown make 2020 playoffs. <laughs> oh, God. We... That is a 2020 thing. Holy shit! Where's my bingo card? Damn. <laughs> Well, hold on. It hasn't <laughs> happened yet. Don't stamp that. Don't stamp that square yet. God. Let's see. All I need is like an alien circumcision, and I've got bingo. <laughs> oh well, then. Sorry. You mean another Just one? Just to let you know. 
but yeah, no, this was certainly an odd week of football. I mean, Brown, like this thing, I don't think the final score of that Browns Titans game just explain like this thing. You, it looks close, but they dismantled them in the first half. It was thirty. Oh yeah. No, it was thirty-eight to seven going into halftime. Dude, Baker Mayfield had four touchdown passes in the first half. Bro played lights out. And a heck of a touchdown celebration. He is definitely making uh, the best of not having OBJ in the lineup. Like, he threw to four different people for touchdowns. One of them with the last name Peoples. Is it possible that Odell Beckham Jr. is just, like, the thing that was keeping the Browns back? Uh, I think so, and here's why. When you get a diva receiver on your team, like, I'm just going to throw out two random names, Odell Beckham Jr. or Antonio Brown, I think they sort of soak up too much of the attention on the team and they demand to be made too large of a part of the offense. The Browns offense should be hand the ball off, hand the ball off, hand the ball off. But then OBJ comes in and he's like, "Uh, I need eight targets per game or else I'm going to get mad and throw things on the sidelines. Then he's gone and suddenly we can just run the ball all we want and win games. It's great. Because Jarvis Landry isn't a dick and demand the ball every time. Jarvis Landry just goes out there and catches everything thrown his way. Well, right. so, to be fair, Jarvis, like in that game, he got targeted 10 times and got eight catches for 62 yards. And the thing is, like, we didn't need OBJ. Like, we already had Jarvis. Like, there was no point of getting him. Was Jarvis first? I thought they came in at, like, the same year. He was first. No, nah, he was first, I thought, by, like, two years. Jarvis? Was he? I think it was it. Yeah. Well, Jarvis was a Jarvis Landry was a dolphin. I know that to start. Uh huh. That is correct. Um. So he got there in 2018. So Jarvis Landry got there in 2018. When did OBJ get there? Last year. Yeah, I think just it's la- 20, I'll look it up. Just last year? Jeez. So like Nick Chubb has 799 rushing yards, and Kareem Hunt has 739. I mean, why? Those two should be your first and second option on any play. I have to agree. Correct. But I un- I understand why the Browns went more pass this time around because one, of course, the Titans were already going to prepare for the Chubb Hunt duo, and two, the Titans uh, still have a good pass defense, so they were like, "All right, Baker, you're up. You throw. You win." I- and he went, "I bet." And did it. I, I think, and and here's the thing. I think like once they realized they could pass, why stop? You know, it's like wait, I can pass on these. Okay, I'll just I'll continue to throw. Oh, it's still working. Okay, you know, it's like teams that can run the ball really well, like Cleveland. It's like oh, I'll just run it. You know, uh, you know, every three plays I get a first down just by running the ball. Okay, why would I stop doing that? You know, right. So it and it it works for this game, but let's you know. Well, let's just see how that works in this upcoming week. Oh yeah, I'm I'm indeed holding my breath, but uh, celebrating internally. But right, if if uh, Kareem Hunt can somehow manage sixty yards a game, Nick Chubb can average fifty. They will become the fifth running back tandem to average. Uh, well, okay, not even that. They'll the 2020 Cleveland Browns will be the fifth team in NFL history to have two 1,000-yard rushers. 
Hmm, I like it. Was the last one the Panthers with uh, Jonathan Stewart and was oh, it I, I was gonna Williams? say, <laughs> I, I swear to God, it, oh wait, I was like, I was I'm like wrong. McCaffrey and who? I am way wrong. Holy shit! Okay, I looked at a very old article. I apologize. <laughs> Hey, but hey, having two, but let's okay. Like, yes, he may have been off, but to, to be fair, having two thousand yard rushes on your team is very rare in this day and age. I would say they'd be like, the eighth. It's still, they'd but be eight. The eighth team, yeah. But it, okay, but still, eight teams. What would you say, fifth? So it's still single digits, and like I said, like with just teams looking to just throw the ball all day, having two people that can rush for over a thousand yards on your team is pretty dang stellar. I would say just gives you more options the most recent example was in fact last year with lamar jackson and mark ingram jr before that it was the panthers with jonathan stewart and d'angelo williams so i'm gonna say that i'm gonna say that tyler's correct because having a quarterback being one of them seems cheap cheap i'd say it's harder it's lamar jackson i mean that's true and the only other quarterback to ever do that was michael vick on a Correct. random one thousand yard rushing team. Holy shit, he did that with work done. Wow. Logan, that should bring up some memories. <laughs> That's right, Logan. Great joke. <laughs> this is where Logan's mic cut out for about five minutes, so just pretend I said something really funny. Alright, thousand yard rushers, Graham, that was great insight. Thanks. <laughs> How do you feel about work done? Love him. <laughs> great guy. Former Buccaneer. <laughs> Uh, uh, overshadowed Mike Allstott in the rushing department. That's all I got. That's my work done knowledge. I love Fair it. Fair enough. And then he became a Falcon, and I sort of forgot about him. Absolutely. That, that is factual because he did all a right. thousand yard tandem with Michael Vick. Whoa, that's awesome. So of course, once he left, so of course, once he left the Bucks, he actually did the thousand yard tandem. <laughs> I think Mike Allstott's going to run for 1,000 yards. He'd need 333.3 handoffs to reach that many. <laughs> uh, all right. Where were we? Well, I was talking about... I was just about to mention how like this week was weird because uh, aside from some disappointing losses, we also had two teams who were very close to getting big wins, Jaguars and Jets. <laughs> Uh, yeah, t- both t- the number one and two seeds in-, in terms of draft pick. Not the seed. What the heck am I talking about? I'm not sure, Stephen, but I like where you're going. Thanks. You're uh, hey, uh, I, we might be able to dub that the uh, first seed 2020 edition, which is, of course, horrible. Yes. That That comeback by the Raiders is just the ultimate Jets moment of the season. It it totally summarizes what the Jets are trying to do this season at this point. <laughs> Not I was just saying, like there's there's no excuse. No excuse for allowing that. You don't play man. You play prevent defense. <laughs> no. Yeah, you, <laughs> like it they just made it more obvious that they were taking, but then they tried to save face and be like, oh let's get rid of Greg Williams now. Oh, he's such oh, a bonehead gee. for doing that. How but like, dare we know he? damn well. Yeah, you know damn yeah. well the GM office. They're like, oh fuck yeah, we lost. Here's the thing. I guess it. I guess I should say this. 
the Jets were playing prevent defense in that case, as in we will prevent ourselves from winning a game. <laughs> we will prevent uh, Trevor Lawrence from being drafted by any other team. <laughs> What's the over-under on how many days until Trevor Lawrence decides he's going to stay at Clemson for one more year? Uh, Too he many. Ha- he has to see if that whole med class is still going to be available. I know. It's, it's a pretty tough class to get into, I will say. Aw, What? Oh, I'm just looking you, at the TV. Uh, Des just Bryant got the news, is not you? playing tonight. Yeah, after testing Ooh, positive gosh. for COVID. Oh, of course. Yeah, he's taking the under. I know we were talking earlier about, like, diva receivers uh, and how they impact teams. How long has Des been playing for the Ravens, and how many games in a row have they almost lost? Um, Would you say he's a diva at this point? I mean, he's not very – he's not playing much. I think I saw a stat that he had four catches for 28 yards in all of his games this season. Yes, that is correct. I'd believe it. So. Uh, but anyway, before we move on to this week, would anyone like to give a shout-out? I yes, mean, I would. Go oh, go, oh, go ahead, ahead, everybody. Proceed. All right, I'll go first because mine's easy. Uh, shout out to the schedule makers for scheduling Tampa with a bye week this season. I appreciate it. <laughs> with then there was, I gave them about a sixty percent chance of actually giving Tampa a bye week after last season's schedule, <laughs> and they did not let me down. Uh, Graham, how about you? My shout out to the week. Uh, first of all, CJ Hamfall back getting in the end zone. Good job. Um, but my main one is. Justin Houston and uh, DeForest Buckner, who combined mm. for five sacks against Deshaun Watson and the Texans. Oh, including a safety and a forced fumble. Oh, it was so beautiful. Uh, thank Indeed. you so much. All right. Tyler, how about you? Uh, just a few that come to mind. Uh, I have to give credit where credit is due. Uh, Baker Mayfield played lights out. Great game. Uh, keep it up, but I don't want to get my hopes too high. And my other one, it just Jalen Hurts, you know, he actually mm-hmm. gets to go into the game for more than one play, uh, gets his first career touchdown, uh, and gets the starting job. So congratulations to him. Yeah. Well played. All right. I, I will wrap this one up with two in particular. As much as I don't like to, you know, as much as I don't like to give the Patriots too much credit, shout out to Gunner Olcheski for a beautiful punt return touchdown, another 61-yard punt return, and getting the pass. And just to put the dagger in the Chargers' season hopes. Hate to see it, but at the same time, give credit where credit's due. Also, why does Gunner Olcheski seem like the perfect receiver name in terms of a Bill Belichick pick? Uh, like because he sounds white. He oh, he's very white. <laughs> just look at him in his picture. He is very white. Just to quickly, just to quickly add on to what I was saying earlier, Des Bryant was signed by the Ravens on October twenty seventh, and they are one and four since then. Ooh. Oh my god! That could be because Thanks. he's played like half of the sna- offensive snaps in that time. <laughs> Shout out to the Colts for being the only victory for the Ravens. God damn it. Uh, but my last shout out before we get into this, because I have the drink next to me, shout out to the Washington football team for beating the Steelers oh. and allowing the 
allowing the 72 Dolphins to pop that champagne. I am celebrating with you. Oh, great job, Washington football great. team. We all well, had well, faith in I, you. I was like, I, I certainly, <laughs> I don't know where you guys have been. I've 100% been like, they're going to win the division at this point. Well, you can win the division, but still not beat the Steelers. <laughs> Got to start somewhere. <laughs> and yes, I absolutely did buy a little thing of champagne to celebrate with them. Don't judge me. Pretty funny. Logan, I'm assuming you're having a big red with them. I, uh, if I could buy big red in this stupid backwater state, I would. <laughs> I should do that. I should just send you. I, I don't, I wish you could send food or drink, because I, oh, through the mail. Bro, yeah, don't worry about it. Logan, right. if I could do you that. Can if... not have big red in Ohio? It's California, bro. I'm in California, no. homeboy. Oh, okay. Boy, sucks to be there. It sure does. Take, send... all, take all the sunshine away and give me Big Red. <laughs> I would send you 30 cases of Big Red if I could, because I see it every damn day. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You'd go through it in about 30 days. <laughs> I doubt that, but I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> I just know your love for Big Red. Thank you for believing in me. Oh, at any day. In time, any place. All right. Well, I think it is time to move on to our game like talks for Week 14, starting with a, a fan favorite team that we always seem to talk about at least four times a season, Buccaneers hosting the Vikings. This will actually be our first time talking about the Vikings since uh, Week 6. Oh. And Wow. I know, right? It's been a long time. And in that time, they've had such an up-and-down season. Oh, my gosh. Like, I think we talked about yeah. it. Let's see, one, two. We talked, I would say, so we talked about Vikings for Falcons Vikings. Because I think it was just two teams who were, like, possible playoff contenders. And in that time, the Vikings have gone 5-1 and one and put themselves back into playoff contention. Currently, the seventh seed, thanks to the Cardinals' loss yesterday. Uh-huh. So, now, I guess yeah. this just begs the question, four weeks left. Do they hold that position? Or do we think the Cardinals make their way back into the mix? Uh, I would be surprised if the Vikings held on to that spot because they still have to face the Bucks, who it might be a free win, but every now and then Tampa surprises people when it's not prime time. Mm-hmm. The Bears, who at least have a good defense and can probably stifle Minnesota's offense. The Saints, who I guess it doesn't matter who they put at quarterback, they're still going to beat the Bucks twice a year. And the but then they end their season with a free win against the Lions. Oh man, I should have made I should have made my shout out to Taysom Hill for throwing his first career touchdown. <laughs> uh, mm. Nah. Anyway. <laughs> nah. Nah. See, I, I was nah. saying. So it is weird because it's like I mean, I just based on your talk of the Bucks and all that stuff and how up and down they've been this season, it's like I could see the Vikings pulling off an upset. Maybe uh, Bears have looked very cold in the past weeks and i don't know what it is well it is f- december <laughs> yeah but uh, hey the vikings have an indoor stadium it's nice and toasty in there yes it is but oh. the it, in terms of viking saints like i don't know what it's been but like the vikings and saints just have some history in the last like five years i will say yeah and most of it in the playoffs right so i'm not sure about their entire uh Regular season history, but I could look that up real quick. I guess I could. Look that up. But speaking of history, 
Uh, Brady, in his lifetime, has never lost to the Vikings. He is 5-0. and oh. Can't wait for that wow. to change. <laughs> the Vikings are 33-22 and 22 against the Buccaneers. Correct. Uh, in their history. Yep. They used to be in the same division, the NFC Central. That's why there was only like a two-year gap in between 2000 and 2002. Because that was a lot. I think the last time the Vikings won, Drew Bledsoe was quarterback. So I was sitting oh. in my way. I know, right? And I think Dante Culpepper was their starter. Hey, it's a good one. Hmm. I don't think they've ever played in the playoffs somehow. Who? The Bucks and the Vikings? Yeah. Uh, probably not because the Bucks don't typically go to the playoffs. I'll say it does. It does require some. Uh, it God does, damn it! It does require them going to the playoffs more often than not. Thanks for pointing out the obvious, which my brain had not caught up to, apparently. No problem. <laughs> well, I thought you were about to say Brady against the Vikings. I'm like, yeah, no, he's never played the Vikings in the playoffs. Sure hasn't happened. Uh, uh, I might be pretty dumb, but I'm not that dumb. Let's not even call me pretty. <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> well, it may be stupid, but it's also dumb. <laughs> uh... But yeah, but no, it's like, a, even just like all history, the Vikings lead the series on the Saints 23-12. to 12. So it's not impossible to see the Vikings running the table to end the se- season. Or maybe even going at least 3-1. and one. And that would put them at 11-5? and five? I, I don't know. I guess it really depends on like, I mean, I'm not counting, like at, at this point, I'm not counting the Bears or the Lions in playoff contention for like wild card. So really at in my head, this is a race for number seven between the Vikings and the Cardinals. So Yep. I mean we'll see, I mean shoot Jesus you Christ. almost lost to the Jaguars. The one and eleven. Or one and ten hey, at the time. Hey, hey, take it easy. The Jaguars are tough. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Graham. Yeah, a v- very sturdy yeah. team, those Jaguars. <laughs> They've beaten some good team. <laughs> That's a good one. My badge of shame. Uh, I believe it's I believe it's a jersey with the number seventeen. Oh, got him! No, I'm kidding. Mm, I didn't have the jersey. That's why we lost. I didn't have. Oh, it yeah. What, what, oh wait, no. I thought we weren't getting Colts jerseys until uh, Rivers beats Brady in the Super Bowl. Oh, I am already penciling it in, Steven. <laughs> uh, bold take. Yeah, take. spicy, spicy Pretty take. spicy. But in terms of the game at hand, <laughs> like, you know, for the, for the Vikings to make their improbable playoff run, they have to get past the Buccaneers, which, Logan, I know how your whole feelings are on that, but coming off a bye that they very much needed, <laughs> coming off back-to-back losses of 27-24, to 24, Against some arguably good teams in the Rams and the Chiefs. Pretty solid. Sure. But, oh my god, then, this is... Go on, sorry. I was just going to bitch about Tom Brady. Go ahead. Oh, no, go on ahead. I... Let me take off my pants first. <laughs> yeah, you know, Tampa lost to some good teams, and then Tom Brady forgot how many times he can throw the football forward in one play, and then it was sort of all <laughs> over from there. <laughs> I mean, he does have a problem... He does have a problem counting. We do know that. <laughs> yeah, first he forgot how to count to four. Now he forgot how to count to one. 
Um, <laughs> I am happy, though. The Rams declined that penalty, so the play stood. Remind me of what the play was. <laughs> so the ball was snapped like a regular play. Tom Brady threw the ball forward, so so far so normal. Then I'm a defensive lineman swatted the ball back into Brady's arms. Tom Brady, acting like a receiver, caught the ball, then decided, well, that didn't work the first time, maybe a second round will do the trick, and he threw the ball to Mike <laughs> Evans, short of the line to gain. And the Rams were like, well, he threw it twice, which typically isn't allowed, but they also didn't pick up the first down. So, we'll just let it stand. <laughs> <laughs> the Rams were probably just like, well, that was kind of cool. Let's just let him have like, it. Well, <laughs> I mean, they didn't. It didn't help them breaking the rules like that. So who cares? <laughs> Goff is taking notes on the sidelines, like, ah, yes, that'll work. Genius. Genius. <laughs> it's like Goff McVay's on the sidelines, like, he's a genius tactician, don't you know? <laughs> McVay's on the sidelines, like, holy fuck, what a play! He's sitting there, like, write that down, write that down, <laughs> <laughs> write that down, write that down. Uh. But yes, it, it like yeah, it's it's weird to think that we are just one month away from playoffs at this point. Oh, I'm so Some of us exciting. are. Oh. The the league Some of us are the league one month is away one, from January. Oh. Like the league is one month away from playoffs. Not everyone. Oh yeah, I can't argue with that. The, the the league we It's like it's like I the royal we, but it only encompasses 14 teams. Only fourteen. I almost I almost said twelve, but I forgot. We I almost forgot we have uh, seven seeds this year. Wait, wait, what year is it? Uh, twenty twenty. Still. Hmm. So Logan, how do you like your chances? <laughs> uh, chances of what? Um, I like some some of my chances really well, but not my chance of winning. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what Vegas says. <laughs> uh huh. The Raiders get... say you're going to lose. I don't give yes. a. I don't give two shits what the Raiders say. How about the sports betters? <laughs> uh, they probably think we're going to lose as well. Uh, nope. Tampa uh... has a six and a, six and a half line at the moment. Six and a half. Holy shit! <laughs> My God. Are you having a lot? Might as well make it a trillion. Why did you go British there all of a sudden? I I couldn't believe it. Six and a half. Six and a half. <laughs> I reverted back to my uh, embarrassed to be a Buccaneers fan, so I have to put on a fake accent to get people to like me. Mode. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, six and a half is a lot of points for Tampa to give up to somebody, especially a team that's borderline playoff contenders. And who's got arguably, I mean, okay, I'd say solidly the second best running back in the lead. Someone can make an argument for number one, but... <laughs> I mean, Logan... You have also had the third hardest schedule of the year so far, and out of the top five, you're the only one with a winning record. I mean, you are okay. four. You are four games clear of the next best team in that top five. But Graham, I don't think you understand. We got Tom Brady in the off season. That's like four Super Bowl wins right there. On a two-year contract. You ain't wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you should. Should have heard them in the offseason. They were like, oh my god, Brady to the Buccaneers. This is like the the Bucks. They're suddenly the best team ever. Suddenly they deserve five primetime slots. I, it's stupid. I, I, I feel like they sabotaged us intentionally. 
It's like these team this team can't play in prime time. Let's shove Brady out there. It'll be funny. They'll forget how to count to three. <laughs> <laughs> the dementia's gonna set in. It'll be great. Everyone will wanna see this. But he's got such good targets. I'm not gonna poke this bear anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, cool. We've got Antonio Brown, who is worse than Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. No, I I wasn't but thinking we're... about Antonio Brown. I was thinking at least before when they had Mike Evans and Godwin, and they gave. We him still gl- have them before nothing. That's right now. I mean, Godwin has been hurt for four games, but he's back. Right. At although sadly, at the moment, you do not have a thousand-yard receiver on your team. Okay, there's that still four correct. weeks left. Uh, yes, four we- four games. Oh yeah, we're probably oh we're still not getting there. <laughs> uh, uh, unless unless Mike Evans balls out these last four weeks, which he can do, which he can do. Uh, uh, okay, but Chris Godwin is so close. I'm sorry, I said Chris Godwin because he's somebody I like. I, I didn't want to say Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is so close. To In what? his four games that he's played, he has racked up an astonishing 168 yards. <laughs> so if he just gets the 60 targets per game that he wants, he could get up to 1,000 yards this season. <laughs> I mean, he's right there. He can smell it. It's right there. Here's the thing. This does bring up the question that I thought, you know, it's like, I understand Le'Veon, you know, it's like when you talk about players that just want to get on Super Bowl caliber teams, I understand Le'Veon Bell going to the Chiefs because he left the Jets, you know? Sure. Antonio Brown, like, he quickly fell from grace, being the Steelers, like, you know, arguably best receiver in the NFL, lo- loving life on the Steelers, all of a sudden, forced into suspension, like, just became a total diva in the offseat, you know, through the last few years. Now he gets a shot with the Bucks, and it just, like, I don't know. That's the same. Like it, Logan, in your professional Buccaneers fan opinion, uh-huh. is he truly hurting them? I'm guessing yes. Uh, well, I will answer your question with another question. How good of a receiving option is Leonard Fournette? Uh, better than Antonio Ooh. Brown by three yards. Uh, yeah. So uh, Leonard Fournette, who is this season has been trash <laughs> at catching balls out of the backfield has more yards than Antonio Brown, whose job description is catch football. (laughs) And to be fair, Antonio Brown is seven yards clear of uh, Ronald Jones II. Of of our other running back. He's firmly planted between the two running backs. It it infuriates me. He's, He's gotten seven targets per game that he's played. Correct. You don't think we could have spread those seven targets to, like, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Scotty Miller and Cameron Brait and begrudgingly Rob Gronkowski, who's been good this year? Yeah. Instead I was, of I was wasting like, them? I, I will say, Gronk <laughs> Gronk on the Bucks has been pretty fun to watch. He, I'm not going to lie. He has surpassed my wildest expectations. Like, coming off of retirement to play with Brady for one last go around. Yeah, he's been kind of fun to watch this yeah. season. Yeah, honestly, yeah. 37 for 505 ain't bad. No. Four touchdowns. Good. Oh, yeah. No, that's great. That puts him at number two in yards per catch on the team, just behind Scotty Miller? Yep. Mm. Uh, Scotty yes. Miller. It's Miller time, baby. <laughs> baby. Dilly dilly. Oh, wait. Wrong alcohol. <laughs> oh, oops. Don't worry. <laughs> we've already cut that. Sure. You can't threaten our 
our Miller Lite sponsorship. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yes. I don't want that trash ass sponsorship. <laughs> dilly wow, dilly. All right. <laughs> hey, I've been sponsored by Bud Light once before. I'll do it again. <laughs> That's a story for another time. Uh, but meanwhile, looking at the Vikings receiving core, uh, Justin Jefferson, pretty damn good addition to the team. I cannot believe Don't that the Eagles it. passed on him. Oh, I can. I can. The, the, the <laughs> Eagles are trash at drafting. Like, the last three years, I think the only pro bowler they've drafted is Carson Wentz. I mean, it's about to be Jalen Hurts, so calm down. <laughs> well, it's going to take him a while to become a pro bowler. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, okay, but like, so looking at the draft, I believe Ruggs was the first receiver chosen. Yep, by the Raiders. Then Jerry Judy. Yep, by the Broncos. And then I believe, then uh, it was Rager than Jefferson. CD Lamb. CD Lamb. That's no, it was Lamb. Yeah, yeah CD Lamb. That's what it was. I think CD... he might have been before Denver. No, no, I don't. Maybe. Regardless, all those people still went before Justin Jefferson. Yes, and arguably, Justin Jefferson is having the best season out of all of them. Uh, uh, he is easily having the best season out of all of them. I think partially because he's just a phenomenal athlete. I think partially because he's in the best situation to individually succeed. But with Kurt, I would say, like, like really? And just because he had well, to take over a number one spot like almost immediately? I wouldn't say number one. I'd say he was he started as the number two behind Adam Thielen. Right. He has Kirk Cousins to throw to him, who's a, a, a fine starting NFL quarterback. Hmm. And the Vikings are a run-heavy team, which means other teams have to contend with the run, and then Jefferson was able to just sort of be let loose. As opposed to someone like CeeDee Lamb, who was originally in a deep receiving core, and then also Dak got hurt. I was going to say, like, now, if Dak had not gotten hurt, I might argue that C.D. Lamb might have finished with a better season. Oh, probably. And I'm not saying that Jefferson's the better mm -hmm. football player. I'm just saying he is in the best spot as a receiver to accrue individual stats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I just, again, like you said, phenomenal athlete. Like, he's got the size to oh, be yeah. number one. Like, I... I equate him yep. almost to a Mike Williams, just going off teams I know. Like, just a a large, imposing figure on the field. Yeah, that's fair. Probably with a little better route running, I would say, from Jefferson. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Mike Williams has had to deal with injury, so I don't fault him. Uh, that's fair. Like, so far, Justin Jefferson, knocking on wood, stayed healthy. Yep. So, I, but it's funny, you mentioned, like, all the, st you know, you mentioned all of those, uh, like qualifiers of like why he was in the best position. You could almost say that for rugs where like they have Josh Jacobs, who was like a solid running back before the start of the season. I think he's been hurt this season. So might've, mm -hmm. you know, might've hurt their running production. I'd say, but like rugs was in a position to have, I mean, he was the first receiver picked in this draft. So it was like, you could have argued that he would have had the better season, but you're right. I think Jefferson's just making the best out of, his current situation. And especially right now when the Vikings are like, again, on the threshold of playoffs, but not like they, they need people to step up like that. And I think he is doing a fine job so far. I'm just reliving the Buffalo to Minnesota trade. 
Mm, yeah. That, uh, I know. I, mean, I was going to say, man. like, I'm now, could you imagine a team with Stefan Diggs, Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen? I think we'd be talking about a very different scenario here. <laughs> I don't think the Vikings had the cap space to keep Stefan Diggs. No. No, that was, I mean, like, honestly, I think it's, like, time will tell, but at least this season, it's worked out better for all parties. Vikings got yep. their guy. Yeah. And Diggs is having a great season in Buffalo. We'll yep. get to that later. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Little tease for what's coming up in the show. But then, mm, yes. Mm. But it, but I don't know. I just say like Bucks with the you know Bucks historically this season. I mean, you know, I don't think seven and five necessarily like shows this, but pretty solid Ooh. defense. You know, like a good defensive unit. Vikings kind of in a rebuild on that end. So I don't know. What do we think the X factor in this game is going to be? Uh, Tom Brady being able to count past five. Oh, it's a t- five. It's a My tall God. Order. <laughs> I it's know. Like counting to Rayo's number, man. <laughs> you probably don't want him to count to five. Stop at four. <laughs> That's good because he can't. I barely want him to count past one anymore. Like, get get some, like, stat head number cruncher on the sideline to worry about all those dork dweeb things, like counting, and just let Tom Brady play football. Logan, please. Sean McVay's in Los Angeles. He can't help you there. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Show off. Jesus. <laughs> oh. By all intents and purposes, Minnesota should be a great team, and they just aren't. I wouldn't say great. I mean, I'm... they've got a hell of a running back. They've got a great rookie wide receiver behind motherfucking Adam Thielen. Uh, they've got a pretty decent defense, and they're just 6-6. Six and six. Their defense is has allowed the... Sixth most points and eighth most yards. I was you are. Like I said their defense is not that good. To be fair, you are you are talking about a team that got Ngakwe off the season, or like in the off season, and then had to trade him away because he just yep. it just was not working out. Yeah, so, and to be, and this is only a team that's wow, that's kind of funny. But from 2015, they made the playoffs every other year. Nice, well done. So I was like, in the last five years. Solid playoff appearances. At least beating the Saints one time every time. <laughs> I'm sure the Vikings would like to forget the 2015 playoffs where they shanked a, what was it, two-yard field goal? Does that sound right? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it was just about that far, yeah. Yeah, I mean, literally, I don't think he could have gotten it closer to the goal line, and he just put his foot through the side of the ball, and it went into... <laughs> I think it went into the tunnel, if I remember correctly. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that ball I, was as done with that game as the rest. The fucking yeah, ball's like, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> and to be fair, I think the I think the weather was like two degrees, so I'm sure the ball was like, I'd like to get warm, please. Wee two degrees? Yeah. What, Calvin? <laughs> I mean, it's Minnesota. It gets cold up there. Deal with it. <laughs> I was just going to say, the Vikings just seem like a team that they haven't done anything to just put themselves over the top, but they're not bad enough to be considered, like, the worst team and not make the playoffs. 
they have I'm, just like stayed in the middle ground for so long, but they haven't found the right like combination to put them over the top to be like, oh yeah, that team is like a Super Bowl contender. Because I think we can all agree that like they're not a Super Bowl contender, but we all can agree that they would be a playoff team. And I think they've been in that boat for a couple years. Well, since yeah. Kirk since Kirk Cousins joined the team, or he he missed the playoffs his first year, made it the second year. So, and they paid this man a lot of money to make the playoffs. So, or he, not just win, like to not just to make the playoffs, like win playoff games, go to the Super Bowl. That's it's what he wanted, you know. Coming from Washington, like you know, he wanted to that chance to shine. I mean, he, I mean, thank goodness he got his first primetime win. What what is he now? One in ten. In his career, that sounds about right. Yeah. So it's yeah, something yeah, horrible. I know. So it's you know where it's like okay, what what piece is missing? It's like, is it Kirk? I mean, I feel like he's he. Not to talk I mean, bad about players, but he fall. He seems to fall in that category of, as Logan said earlier, serviceable. Like, yes, you are a quarterback I, who knows what they're doing. I have I have to say, like, I agree with that. I just always have thought Kirk Cousins has been average and really wouldn't be able to put a team over the top. Uh, but to be fair, I don't know who in the league right now would be able to do a better job, put them over the top. Like there would be like actually Patrick available Mahomes. for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, But like oh. actually available <laughs> to them to be like, okay, let's confidently like get off Kirk Cousins to get this guy. I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to throw out a name. And this might be an unpopular opinion. I think if this offseason, if the Vikings decided, you know what, we're going to totally cut ties with Kirk Cousins and we're going to roll with Carson Wentz, I think he puts that team over the edge. Wow, okay. Wentz is good, but the Eagles this year just suck so bad, even he can't save them. uh, so, So you think that the Eagles' struggles aren't because of Carson? It's partially because of Carson, but also they have no offensive line. Their receivers aren't good. Their running backs aren't good. Their defensive line is phenomenally deep and good. They have no Mm. linebacker to speak of. Their corners are okay, and their safeties are okay. Like, (laughs) expecting Carson Wentz to get you eight wins this season is just not realistic. But we've seen him get you the first seed. We We are talking about, like... I mean, the Vikings are a team who are not afraid to shell out cash for quarterbacks, clearly. Carson Wentz is on a huge contract with the Eagles, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it could be a change of scenery. It might do him some good if Kirk does not pan out. How funny would it be if they just did, like, a quarterback swap? It's like, we're not going to touch the contracts, but I'll take your quarterback and you take my quarterback, and we'll just sort of part ways. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. Could you imagine just... Kirk Cousins going from the starter in Minnesota to being the backup in Philadelphia because I think he would just back up over Jalen Hurts. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. But okay. I I had Carson Wentz going to another team, which I can bring up later. But okay, that Vikings one that's interesting. Huh. I kind of like I kind of like that. Not gonna lie. <laughs> interesting. Twenty thirteen. Here are quarterbacks that the Vikings have trotted out. Josh oh Freeman. Legend. Uh, Ponder. Oh. Matt Castle. Teddy oh. Bridgewater. Hey. Sean Hill. Oh. Uh, Sam Bradford. Yeah. Case Keenum. You. Hey. Good year, hey, don't, uh, hey, don't you, uh, that. That man got him a Minneapolis <laughs> miracle. 
<laughs> and Kirk Cousins. They're they're due for an above average quarterback. So That's we're not lo- true. The Bucks went <laughs> between uh, Doug Williams <laughs> and Tom Brady before we had a decent quarterback. So I don't want to hear this nonsense. Of, oh, it's been like 15 years for us. Sucks to be you, nerd. <laughs> I, I would have Brad to go Johnson. through a very. Uh, I'd have to go through a very long list for a, the the Browns one. Let me, I was let me say, like, hold let on. Me, like, let me we, go back a couple thirty years. We are talking to with a Browns fan in the room and a Bucks fan. I think we need to. I guess uh, maybe I'm just super impatient as a Colts fan. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I had Peyton Manning like, for uh, seventeen we've, years. Uh, we've been without Peyton Manning for five minutes. I'm unhappy. <laughs> I went from Peyton Manning to Andrew <laughs> Luck. Oh. Woe is me. Rest in peace, Andrew Luck. <laughs> He's not dead. Yeah, and one of those two doesn't have a piece of metal connecting his spine together. And he um, still won a Super Bowl, so there. <laughs> yeah, only one, Steven. Oh. Only heaven, one for the Colts. Oh, heaven oh, forbid. He won, a, he won a Super Bowl with a piece of metal in his spine. Pansy. Oh, yeah, I'm calling Peyton Manning out. Pansy. <laughs> hey, Peyton Manning's a solid person. Holy shit. I forgot the Vikings had both Brett Favre and Donovan McNabb. Holy shit. Something about Donovan McNabb in a Vikings jersey is just repulsing. Almost as bad as Brett Favre in a Vikings jersey. The Cowboys are beating the Ravens 3 to nothing. Ugh. Yes, score uh, update. My sh- Oh, my stream was behind. He could have missed it for all I know. Sorry. And thus begins the who's ahead of who portion of the podcast, where <laughs> the answers never change, but the guesses do. Hey, to be okay, all I know is that I'm ahead of everyone, which is why I'm not saying anything. No. Steven, mm. congratulations. I figured I was the most behind. Like always. So it turns out it's Tyler. Thanks for playing, everyone. Anyway, on to picks, I think, unless anyone has one last gripe against the Bucks, Logan. <laughs> I think he's good. Maybe if, Brady, maybe if Brady didn't have so many rings on his fingers, he could use them to count to four. Ooh. <laughs> uh, take the Vikings. <laughs> Tyler, was that your pick? <laughs> yes. Alright, taking the Vikings. Uh, Graham. Uh, I'm gonna go for the Buccaneers. Thanks. <laughs> Logan, let's go ahead. Give me Vikings by, I'd say there's a probability of exactly one that the Vikings win between one and an infinite number of points. <laughs> so I'm taking the Vikings. Uh... <laughs> tie. No, I will not. <laughs> I would love a tie. Are you kidding me? I'd take a tie right now. <laughs> well, good thing we have a tie in the group. <laughs> Hi. Hey, how's it going? I have I have guessed tie before. To be fair, you guessed it on same. football team Cowboys, and the football team destroyed them. Yeah, doesn't uh, mean it can't happen. You know what? Give me Vikings, because why the hell not? <laughs> Am I the only one who picked the fucking Bucks? Listen, man. Yeah, it sucks to be you, homie. Listen, man. I am <laughs> so far behind in the sa- like to update everyone. Uh, I am <laughs> thanks to my one correct pick. Thank you, Browns. I am currently sitting at the bottom with 19 points. Uh, ooh, blanks for Logan and Tyler, who stay at 21. 
Uh, Graham, congratulations. You got two points last week, which puts you up to 24. Damn. Hey, way to go, So why did, so, so why did I pick I the like, Vikings? Because why not? Man, holy crap. Good luck, everyone, especially the Buccaneers. <laughs> speaking of Ooh. cart, speaking of jerseys and Graham's cart, Tom Brady is just chilling there. Oh, uh, no, never. Not in a hundred years. <laughs> I would rather die. You can okay. still change your pick to Vikings if you want. <laughs> Listen. Nope, I already put him in no. the spreadsheet. Right. Oh, uh, man. The only way I'm buying a Tom Brady jersey is if he throws three pick sixes in the Super Bowl against the Colts. To the Colts. <laughs> Go straight Rich Gannon. I love it. Uh, righty. And with that, I think it is time to talk for our second game of the week with featuring another team uh, within our group. Colts visiting the Raiders. Uh, uh, yeah. And I would say, Graham, I got to say, you're a... Uh, for all the predictions of like, oh, we're doing like here comes the losing streak, not too bad since we last talked. I about know. Him. I mean, yeah, you had I that. Know. You had that pretty upsetting gaff against the Ravens, um, and yeah. you know, Titans. You at least split the series with them. I know. But solid uh. win against the Packers. Solid win against the Texans. I mean, it took a, you know, it took some help, but you did it. And now you get to play the Raiders before yeah. you face the Texans once more. I do not like this week at all. Big shock there. Oh, but why? The Raiders may have the Raiders may have almost lost to the fucking Jets, but that just means they're due for a great game, which means we're up next on the chopping block. Raiders mm. by forty three. I will say the Raiders the last time the Raiders had a good game was uh beating the Broncos thirty seven to twelve. Since then uh, they have lost to the Chiefs, 35-31. Gotten destroyed by the Falcons, 43-6. Should have been 45, whatever. And then uh, barely beat a winless team. Huh. Yeah. Champions. That's that's Super Bowl caliber right there, folks. Hey, Super Bowl uh, baby. No. Super Bowl baby. Better not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I cannot. I just don't want to see... Darren Waller go off. I just don't want to see it happen. This could be about. I was gonna say, could this be a battle of tight ends? Because uh, Darren Waller is going to destroy you guys if that's the case. Mm. No offense to Jack yeah. Doyle or Mo Alley Cox, but Darren Waller. <laughs> you forgot two rushing touchdown on the Colts. Oh, Trey Burton. Uh, Sorry, Trey Burton. <laughs> I stand by what I said. Fucking two rushing touchdowns. Downs. What's a what a weird stat for a tight end? He has the third most rushing touchdowns on our team. That's pretty incredible. Nice. Hey, you guys are really relying on that run game. I'm are assuming we? Philip Rivers is number one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have Jesus. Okay, so Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt combined have shit. How many did I say? Like. 700 something between 1600, them. 1600. Yeah, 1600 and like 40 yards close to. And no, 1540 yards close to. And uh, the Colts total have 1257. So uh, we're a little far off between those two guys. To be fair, I think I think Rivers is hurting you a little bit because he has 15 rushing attempts for negative five yards. 
Oof. That's just that's just beast mode right there. He's, Listen, he's the dude's a it blur on the field. He's not Lamar Jackson, guys. Run. Come on. <laughs> Are you telling me it was only negative five? Like he's that close to being positive? <laughs> What's the over-under of him finishing the season with positive rush yards? <laughs> oh, dude, once he pulls off a Steve Bono, he's going to be like 65 rushing yards on the season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a hell of a touchdown that would be. Um, it would take see. like six and a half minutes too. It'd bleed out half a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. So the Jesus Christ is this real? The Raiders have only given away, have only had eight turnovers all year. I believe you are right. given away or taken away. They've they've had ten turnovers this year. Ten turnovers. Well, that answers so my question. So that would mean That's five cool. picks from Carr and five fumbles. I was going to say, I got to say, going into this season, uh, I didn't know if Gruden was going to keep Carr in there, but I think they're meshing well, and I think he definitely played his spot to stay there for a long time. Yeah. I mean, are we sure about that? I mean, I mean like, I, I'm not saying that Carr's having a bad I think he's having probably. One might say the best season of his career, but like, it, I don't know. Like, it, will Gruden keep him? I mean, it seems like everything is kind of meshing well. I mean, they've had their ups and downs, but. I don't know if you know this, but they've got Nathan Peterman waiting in the wings to take over. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. Wait, so uh, you're saying they're going to sign four more quarterbacks to ensure that Nathan Peterman never has to see the field? <laughs> you're telling me Nathan Peterman has thrown three passes and not a single interception? He also has two sacks, so take that He's for what better. you want. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, come on, just five quick picks. <laughs> they have up 21 sacks. Holy shit, our defense might actually do well. I would argue that you are going to do well. I just feel like this is so evenly matched somehow. I don't know why. Uh, well, how's your secondary? That's the big question. Secondary, pretty good. Uh, Kenny Moore is fucking incredible. Yeah, Rock Yassin is still like young, but he's showing flashes of competence. I, I remember. Which I you wish, gotta love. I remember in some mock drafts when Rock Yassin was uh, going into it that. The Chargers were, like, front runners to get him, and then you guys snagged him. So congratulations on I that. Know. Well yeah. done. Uh, as long as Xavier Rhodes is healthy, which I believe he is, uh, he's also a pretty great corner. Uh, and then, you know, we've got Bobby Okariki and Anthony Walker and Darius Leonard as our linebackers, so that's fucking solid. Our defensive line is full of monsters. So, you know what? Thanks, guys. You made me feel way better this week. <laughs> Sure. I was I was gonna say like, yeah, Darius Leonard is definitely something special for you guys. And I, I remember that year that uh, you know, I he he was a rookie in the same class as a uh, Derwin James. And I remember just thinking, obviously team bias, but I'm like, oh, Derwin James has defensive rookie of the year, no problem. I don't know what anyone's talking like. He's clearly lock. And then they were like Darius Leonard. I'm like, who the, f- who the heck is Darius Leonard? And then I saw highlight reels. I'm like, oh. Like, That's Darius oh, Leonard. holy shit, over 200 tackles. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's a, that was when our defense was complete bullshit. And now that we actually have great players, we don't need him to make every tackle on every defensive play. Yep. So I, I would say that, funny enough, we brought up Peyton Manning earlier, but like I feel like the Colts' Super Bowl success will heavily depend on their defensive success this year. You don't think Philip Rivers is going to start gunslinging in the playoffs? Right. It's it's Philip Rivers. In this, uh, in the last game, he threw 27 of 35 for 285 yards and two touchdowns. And T.Y. Hilton been doing well. And, and T.Y. Hilton had the best game of the season by a mile, with eight catches for 110 Hilton yards. And yet, Kiki Kuti had 140 yards receiving, so wasn't even the best receiver in the game. I know. We're very much bend, but don't break defense. Hey, hey, again, it's you're not breaking for the most part, so yeah. So that's why I don't know. Like I, I know you are particularly worried that they're sitting in the seventh seed, but I, I like your chances. I should say, like I was, I was like, to be fair, this game is basically winner gets the seventh spot. You know. God, I hope. God, I hope it's the Colts then. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, I just feel like whenever I'm looking at Vegas, it's just like, oh wow, they've had like really great wins and really terrible losses and near losses and like fucking hell beating the Saints but losing to the Patriots. Oh, never mind. I was gonna say, are you sure you're looking at the Saints and not the Bucks? But then you brought up beating the Saints, and I thought, no, nah, you're right, it's Vegas. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, they they fucking lost the Falcons forty three to six. Like, what team is this? Powderized by the Falcons, and also beat the Chiefs. Yes, like you beat the Chiefs. Like they, huh? like, they won against the Browns sixteen to six. Like, what the fuck is happening? Like, it's a very odd situation where they're just play down to their opponent and just get rinsed. So you're saying this will actually be a decent yeah. game. I I no, don't I think, want I it to be. be a... I want the Colts to kill them, but yeah. If I had to predict my weekly game that goes into overtime that's on my TV, uh, I'm picking this one. Are we sure this one's going to be on your TV? That's the question. I don't give a shit. This one's my overtime pick. <laughs> I mean, you you specifically said like on my TV. I'm like, does that will that okay? It, like, it's on my TV somewhere. I'll make it work. <laughs> Tyler, I absolutely get that too. That this definitely seems destined for overtime. I'm, it's gonna I'm be like I'm smelling a field goal win with like 46 seconds left in overtime. Oh, with hot rod, I'm, you guys. Are, oh, easy. Ooh. That depends on my pick of who's going to win. Uh, holy shit, is this game going to be a tie? God damn it. <laughs> tie. <laughs> tie. Tie. Yes, that's me. Hi. Rodrigo's going to like trip over his left leg and face plant into the ball. <sighs> I want his Not his glasses. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's on the great. field on his knees going, my glasses. <laughs> I think I think it'd be cooler if instead of doing that, which is funny, 
the the holder Charlie Browns him and pulls the ball away, <laughs> and he kicks so hard he just does a full backflip and lands back on his feet. Oh, that would be awesome! <laughs> and then he gets destroyed because he missed the ball, and he suddenly has to block for the punter who has to make a wild throw and. Blankenship's oh, like, there will be no blocking. <laughs> the entire, de- uh, what, what would you call the other team? The the defending the Raiders, team, the non-kicking team, the Raiders. At that point, would be so shocked by that sheer athleticism, what? it would be the easiest walk into the end zone for the punter he's ever had in his entire life. They'd all just be staring like, at him, being like, "Bro, what?" The although f- the punter what? also wouldn't be able to move from for the same reason. The Raiders put. Like, Blankenship on their shoulders, like, yeah, that was awesome! And meanwhile, the punter's like, I'll, I'll just take this into the end zone then. He's too busy, the pun- the holder would be too busy slow clapping to run the ball into the end zone. <laughs> he hands him the ball, like, you did it! Way to go! You oh, get the man, I just, I just realized that the Cowboys might actually have an okay shot to be the Ravens, solely because Dalton's seen the Ravens for many years, so he at least kind of has some familiarity with them. That makes sense. That's fair. <laughs> Just a hunch. I, I can't believe the Cowboys are winning. I am blown away. Well, thanks for spoiling it for Tyler, but... <laughs> oh, no, I saw it. We're good. Okay. I see, yeah, I saw it. We're Gucci. We're Gucci. Okay, good. Um, the, the thought I wanted to bring up from earlier when we were talking about Carson Wentz, uh, <laughs> I heard someone talk about how they thought Wentz going to Indianapolis would be good because of like, the defense and the great offensive line, and I just wanted to get Graham's thoughts on that no <laughs> okay thank you thank you for your time <laughs> you're welcome he is perfectly happy with philip rivers thank you <laughs> yes yeah, so, so you wouldn't you would take carson wentz over philip rivers philip rivers has my confidence now i don't know <laughs> what happened in these last five games but i am confident with phil uh god there... oh god i'm just somebody needle point me that quote so I can look at it every time I, I don't Philip know. Rivers throws a pick I don't know my 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 uh, needle point isn't exactly up to par these days I'll get my grandma on it shut up I, I don't know who I want as the Colts next quarterback but I, I'm scared Carson Wentz is going to have like PTSD by the time this season is over just from all the sacks he's been taking yeah God, what? Like that? God damn it! I closed the tab. All right, that's all right. Let me lay this on you. Let me lay this on you. The Colts uh, uh, somehow squeak into the playoffs, get blown out in the first round. Next year, twenty twenty one season, their confidence is so shattered. They go one in fifteen. They pick up Trevor Lawrence, who didn't want to go to the Jets. (laughs) Wow. A plus. Well, I mean. That's some Here, big W's. See, Logan, what you fail to realize is that the Jets are going 0-16 next year, too. So Ooh, <laughs> I didn't think about that. Ooh, well, if, yeah. they, if they fire Adam Gase, they have a chance of winning a game. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is like, I'll wait till next year. And the Jets are like, all right. And they hire Greg Williams back as their defense. <laughs> no, no. They hire wait, Bill O'Brien. Back. Oh, no. Oh, my God. They're like, we need to tank harder. Bring in Bill O'Brien. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I can Genius. trade. I can trade Sam Darnold away for that piece of dirt. Sure. Look who I brought. Can... It's Carson Wentz. What? We have Quinn and Williams. 
We can't have that. Uh. Who drafted a defensive tackle? You did, sir. Get him off the team. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Eagles have given up eight more sacks than the next team. We're not the even Bengals, Which is almost unbelievable. Welcome to the believable. Welcome to the Eagles section of our AFC matchup. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Everything, despite our best efforts, it always leads back to the NFC least. <laughs> On the plus side, Graham, at least Philip Rivers, like, he is very familiar with the Raiders, and this is the team that he's beaten the most in his career. That is true. The only team in the AFC West that he finished with a winning record in his tenure was Chargers quarterback. What I wouldn't do to be in Vegas for this game inside of that stadium. I know, right? Almost means if only we had paid attention and masked up and maybe we would have had yeah, a hey, decent Graham, summer. Would you yeah. wear a mask to be in that stadium? Uh, boy, like, let me tell you something. Would you pay that steep of a price? <laughs> Logan, let me, let me make this clear. If Vegas were a safe place to go and the world was okay... I would already have lost so much money in the casino that the ticket for the fucking game would be nothing. <laughs> I would be in that stadium 90% of the way to the blackout yelling at Philip Rivers. <laughs> They're like, ah, a fellow Raiders fan, welcome. <laughs> you're decked out in the blue and white and you're like, you suck, Rivers. <laughs> They're like, ah, an inside man. <laughs> Why are the only completions to your wife? Go have another kid. All right, that's taking it too far. Uh, the Raiders fans are like, whoa, guy, calm down. We have <laughs> standards. We're Raiders fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're Vegas Raider fans. Some dude wearing a Darth Vader mask with spikes coming out of it. It's like, dude, calm down. <laughs> Graham, you said you, you adding Vegas, I don't think helped your case. They are just as much delinquent as anyone in Oakland. Again, they are no, they are no less rowdy. I, we don't know. We haven't seen any fans there this season. And actually, that's the one point of positive I'll give to the Raiders that their owner was. Ver no, I appreciate him standing by his guns. He goes, no, this home opener, it's not going to be some dinky little like oh, two thousand people. No, no, no. I want this stadium packed. So until it's all safe, no. I'm like, you know what? I approve. Owners taking some safety precautions <laughs> in Vegas. Only 15,000 fans allowed in Lucas Oil. How many more fans is that than Vegas? Oh. Oh my gosh, 15, it's up to 15,000? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think we joked at you the know. beginning of this, you know, in week one when it was going to be 2,000. I think we had like 12,500 for the Texans game. Oh my gosh. <sighs> yeah. about, how about you just don't? Uh, Jim Ursay. Sorry, there Ursa's I go with my radical again. ideals again. Whoa. They're so bold, I want to go with it, yes. That belongs in our spicy takes section, sir. Cranking it all the way up to jalapeno. Jalapeno. <laughs> the hottest known pepper. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got nothing else. I'm ready to make a pick. Picks. I'm ready. Same. Yeah. Uh, I will start this one because I'm... Just give me the Colts. Just because, just, uh, Why Logan. Why did I feel like that was very aggressive? What? No. Logan, <laughs> go ahead. Easiest pick of the week. 
no question, slam dunk. Give me the Raiders. Oh. Thank you, Logan. <laughs> I love you, Graham. Tyler. Love you, too. And I'm with Steven. Give me the Colts. Attaboy. And Graham. And I will also pick the Colts. Super Bowl, baby! Wow. Oh, Logan <laughs> picked the team out of spite, and everyone else picked the other team. I'm smelling Adam. a Colts win. <laughs> I, love, I love this. Oh, pick the Bucks. I think everyone's pick was out of spite in some form. I, I just found and it funny how... that Logan picks Raiders. Graham goes, "Thank you," and then goes, "I'll take the Colts." <laughs> <laughs> I know how the universe treats Logan. I get it. I was <laughs> like, I'm just gonna let Logan and the universe dance their little dance, and then hopefully the Raiders lose. Like, that system is airtight. I'm not touching that. Momentum, baby. Momentum. Uh, I should actually make a count of how many times Logan and the universe have fought and what the record is. Fought nothing. <laughs> I, I brilliantly bait the universe into bending to my whim. Right, so I wonder how many times it's actually done that. Uh, it, it feels like it's pretty high. I, again, I like I'll just go back and listen to it. Anecdotally, I feel like I'm doing all right. Ninety-five percent—that's a confidence index. Prove me uh, wrong, universe. I think the universe is about to prove you something wrong here in just a second. Um, <clears throat> oh, oh, no way! That's his first list ever under forty, ain't it? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Huh? what just happened? Uh, Holy you'll shit. see. I have the game up. What's happening? I'm, I won't see it because I don't see the. Oh. I don't have the game pulled up because I'm worried about my computer dying. Right, uh, the lack of Tyler. Did, his Tyler, did you line, see it? His offensive lineman iced him. Uh, Justin Tucker just missed a kick. Was it blocked? No. No. Just no. missed. No. Wide left. All right. I didn't even have that on my 2020 no, bingo. It's shoot. like no, no one did. <laughs> he just missed a. Holy he missed a 36 shit. yarder. Huh. Right, well, shit. now I know I've ascended to the afterlife. <laughs> uh, snipping oh, the fan God. wires must have sent me to hell. Holy <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. Is this like the last time before the apocalypse? Suck my dick, Satan. <laughs> I'm not giving up. <laughs> Is that an invitation once you get to hell? I mean, he's already there. <laughs> no, I'm already there. <laughs> oh, I think my gosh. Justin Tucker missing a kick is the sign that Satan has triumphed. Man, do we That's even... why my computer was squeaking. I was already in hell. <laughs> oh my god! Suddenly everything makes sense. <laughs> That's why I'm a Bucks fan. My oh man, everything's making sense now. I've been in hell my whole life. <laughs> I no wonder wow, your color. That is. I mean, your colors were creamsicle and red at one point. So uh, that's not true. Orange and white. There was no red in that. Were the creamsicles? No, why would there be? Because it's the Bucks. Yeah, the red would have made it look better. Nah. Orange, white. <laughs> End of color scheme. Interesting. This is only, this is Justin Tucker's third missed field goal inside of 40 yards ever. He hasn't missed one since 2016. Holy I'm pretty shit. sure the other two were blocked. That is astounding. That is unbelievable. Is he human? They should probably retire him now. <laughs> One missed kick. Like it. Yeah, you're done. Thanks for all your years, Justin. Don't let the door hit you.
that's like written in his contract. If you ever miss, you gotta go. Ha! I was right, Logan. There was red trim on those jerseys. Oh. <laughs> hey, I didn't say it was a lot. I just said that there was. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, that's fair. I'll concede defeat. Anyway. <laughs> now it is time. <laughs> now that we've confirmed that Logan is in hell and has conceded defeat, let's move on to our game of the week. Uh, I believe this game was actually flexed into Sunday Night Football. And if not, they just had some pretty good... Uh, like you know, some insight because it is Steelers going to Buffalo. Uh, Bills coming off a pretty solid win, their first Monday Night Football win in this entire century. Congratulations, Buffalo! You did it. Yeah. Well played. Not since the days of Just Doug Flutie have you accomplished such a feat. People born been... last time you won that can now legally drink. <laughs> oh, you're serious, aren't you? Oh, I'm not, oh, I'm not wow. joking. I'm doing the math. Oh. Well, a long time. Hurt. Wow. Ironic, though, that they no longer need to drink because you've won. <laughs> <laughs> just, just destroy tables. Uh, the Bills have been zero and eight since that last victory on Monday Night Football. Zero uh, and eight bad. on Monday Night Football. Sorry. That was. Hey, that's better than Kirk Cousins in primetime. Uh, that's an interception. Yes, it is. Anyway. <clears throat> Congratulations, Buffalo. And, uh, but it's funny. I, this is a game where it's like one team is clearly riding high. The other team, not so much. Pittsburgh coming off a devastating loss to a team that we all love. Best name in the NFL, the football team. Easy. Tremendous helmets. I, hey, Graham, I don't know if that's sarcastic or not, but I like them. No, I, I absolutely love them. Like I, I actually think, you know, eventually if they come up with a team name, I think it should probably stick. You know, like the helmet I design. think it should be the Washington football team. Just forever? Honestly, it's an awesome name. Yeah. Best name ever. I don't know why you'd ever want to change it. And if any other team uh, uh, spawned into existence in the NFL, I would also want them to be called the football team. <laughs> oh I really gosh. do think they we should keep it. have a matchup today of two football teams. It's the... It's the Washington football team facing the Kissimmee football team. We got yep. the Tulsa football team versus the Washington football team. And to receive first, the football team. I'm glad you actually went for... The football really going to give it to the football team. I'm glad you gave some thought to which city should be the other football team because I just went for, th- for another Florida team. <laughs> uh, Tulsa definitely doesn't deserve one. To be fair, I don't think Oklahoma deserves their fo- their basketball team either, but that's a story for another time. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> we're not talking basketball, we're talking football, baby. <laughs> football, baby. <sighs> so it's, it is funny, so Steelers, even with the loss, still stay at the top seed, which would be the only seed with a bye. However, like, how long do we think they'll keep that? I mean, because looking at the Steelers the last few weeks... I mean, hey, they're eleven and one. I'll give them credit. They have had some. How easy has their I, schedule been? I don't know been? what you're. I don't know what you're talking about. They have had to face. They've had to go through the buzzsaw that is the Giants, the Broncos, the Texans, the Eagles. The, the Browns actually are not a bad team, but they got curb stomped by Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. The Titans, the Ravens, two good teams. Up, oh, hold on, here we go. Back to the Cowboys, the Bengals, the Jaguars, the Ravens again. And then got beat by the football team. So, 
probably the best, the toughest schedule in the uh, entire league, I would say, up until this point. The second easiest schedule of the year. Let's put that in a little bit of different context. You beat Daniel Jones. You beat uh-huh. you beat Drew Locke. You beat Bill O'Brien. You beat Carson Wentz. Curb stomped the Browns. Bailed out against the Titans. Bailed out against the Ravens. You beat Ben DiNucci, I believe. Or no, or Garrett by Gilbert. Five. It was Garrett Gilbert. Uh, okay. Took the Bengals behind a shed and destroyed them. Yeah. Uh, you beat Jay- the Jaguars. You, you beat Jake Luton. You beat Trace McSorley. And then you lost to the football team. By five. So, yeah, I'm not sure which ones so are this, quality wins and which ones aren't. <laughs> so, this is like that last game 100% locked in Alex Smith as comeback player of the year. Oh, 100%. No question. They could, I, I would say, the football team could lose the rest so. of their The football team could lose the rest of their games and he still gets comeback player of the year. Yeah, I was just like, if Roethlisberger somehow gets the Steelers to like 16 and 0 or 15 and 1 or like, he should probably be in the conversation at the very minimum for comeback player of the year. I think he deserves to be in the conversation. He's in the, it's, it's, it was a battle between two comeback players of the year without a doubt, but I just, well, yeah, that, that'd definitely be who they'd give the award to. Let's not forget Des Bryant. Oh my God. Who could forget? Wow. Wow. Or, Antonio Brown. Don't know who you're talking about. But yeah, this man, I I wondered at the beginning of the season if the Patriots were gonna like take a step back without Tom Brady. It's just so refreshing to see a new team in the lead and and pretty solidly in the lead ahead of the Patriots. Not saying they have a chokehold on the whole division because the Dolphins are actually doing very well. So it's really a fight between those two. But it's just so nice Mm -hmm. to see like there's going to be a changing in the guard at this point. Like, uh, uh, barring, cata- <laughs> barring catastrophe from both the Bills and the Dolphins, we should see a new AFC East champion. I agree, Steven. God, I hope so. I'd be so sexy. But I'm... I would say this is easily deserving of Sunday Night Football. And I'm very excited to see how this game goes. It's kind of funny. Uh, Pittsburgh is yeah. facing... Uh, my God, I already blinked. Buffalo and Kansas yep, City is facing it. Miami. So, wow! So two eleven and one teams yeah. facing two potential AFC East division winners. That is correct. Wow, this week will definitely shake up. <laughs> this week will definitely shake up the entire playoff picture in the AFC. It could. I hate having to root for the Chiefs, but I need for the Chiefs to beat the Dolphins. You. <laughs> Have we already seen the decline of Graham wanting to root for the Chiefs? Yeah, just, it's already begun. <laughs> yeah. Here is the downfall. They're still on my good side for right now. Anyone who continues to beat Bill, Bill Belichick is, and the Patriots is on my good side. Jose, give it another two years. Let's see how he really feels. Oh my god, Andy Dalton, what was that fucking deep ball? <laughs> he tried. I believe that was called a yeet. <laughs> That that was a play where he didn't see anything and went, ah, fuck it. <laughs> just went, well, if I don't throw it, it'll certainly be incomplete. If I throw it, there's a chance. Listen, you don't have DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> on your team. You can't just throw it and expect <laughs> someone to be down there. Ah, you mean like the sea of hands play? Yes. Precisely. We exactly were all thinking it. About. You just said it. 
the hands of the sea. Game good, me happy. I, I no, I am. I am really happy that it's the it's the Sunday night game because you get, you get to watch, watch boy it. Chase Claypool, potential rookie of the year. Chase Claypool. <sighs> yeah. Offensive rookie, of, rookie of, the of the year. I I will say like as much as I love Claypool, I do think Justin Jefferson is the better wide receiver uh, between the two of them. But oh, I mean, just stat wise for sure. But it's like it's yeah. Maybe that's just, I mean, I mean Clay. It's it's kind of funny looking at like the receiving leaders. Like if you look at Justin Jefferson, he's clearly in the lead. Juju, Claypool, and Deontay Johnson are all hanging in the 600 range. But that just shows how many good targets that uh, uh, Roethlisberger has. But it's like it's not like Roethlisberger's right. having a complete... It's not like he's having an out of his mind, like, whoa, this is the best season ever thing. It's like... it, it A lot of this has to be on their defense is just, like, playing awesomely this season. And it has to do with they don't have much of a run game, so... Because Connor's been not, right. I mean, listen. I'll you take four point four, like an average of four point four yards a rush, pretty solid. But like he's only run for six hundred forty five yards so far. It's not like you have a solid, you know. You don't have like a, you don't have a Nick Chubb Kareem Hunt situation. You know, you don't have the one two. It's not any better on the other side of the ball, though. I mean, the Bills have Devin Singletary. He's averaging 4.3 yards a rush, but only has 544 yards. Yeah, I know. Why did I spend such a high draft pick on him? I thought they were going to use him much more this season. I think they had sort of planned to, but then Josh Allen started throwing the ball very well, and they're like, forget the run game, we're using Josh Allen. I think think what they did was like, hey, Josh, you know, Hey Josh, um, I know you're trying to ease in the passing game, so we'll, we have a solid run game. But um, hey, I'd like to introduce you to uh, Stefan Diggs. I think he might help out in this department. He gets those like big hard eyes, and he's like, "Ooga, ooga, ah, ooga." He's like, uh, "Yes, please." Josh Allen has 26 touchdowns and eight interceptions. The Roethlisberger's 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions. Very uh, comparable. Like the Bills' receiving core is. I mean, after the first two, it's kind of just like, eh? Well, I... Okay, hold on. So, I love that Cole Beasley is the number two receiver on this group. Uh, after so many years awesome. in... Uh, after so many years in Dallas. But, uh... Hey, I've always kind of liked John Brown. He's just been freaking injury prone this season. Yeah. But he was kind of that veteran he presence. He like, he came from, uh... He came from Arizona. So I think yes, he was he there did. helping. Uh, who would have been the quarterback at the time? Definitely wasn't Kyle. Uh, cares? But... <laughs> God, I really don't know. Ryan Lindley. Pro- I was sounds going a... to bring up right. Lindley, but I thought I don't want to insult our listeners oh. by bringing that name back up. <laughs> <laughs> We've mentioned him twice this podcast now. Oh God, damn it, Zerline! What a sh- Do you... oh, wow. I mean, wait. what a great. Uh, wait, I don't hold know on. what's happened. Did you say, did no, you say I, Ryan I saw Lindley? it. I saw it. Yeah. Was he one of Jake Luton's favorite targets too? Oh, we're gonna have to. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, he was. We have to bleep those out. Oh, Mike McCarthy is mad. <laughs> well, to to be fair, that delay of game flag was unnecessary. He knew the mm-hmm. clock was coming down. I don't know. If, I 
Did they have a timeout? Watch, I thought they watch had this timeout. be a four D chess play, and the Cowboys are about to get a pick six. <laughs> but we're moving on. Mike McCarthy not calling or not managing timeouts. Well, whoa! <laughs> now I know I'm back on Earth. Yeah, you have, you have all three. He should be mad at himself oh, for not calling shit. the what whatever. He wasn't. Lost that brain cell up there for a hot second. <laughs> um, Lamar Jackson, what are you doing? So, but it's we're talking like, about a football game, right? I know, right? What a Tuesday night football. Cowboys and Ravens. Let's go. <laughs> um, Man, but it's funny. Like, if this had been a matchup last year, which I actually think it was, but, like, it would have been a very defensive. Like, I would have said, like, at the beginning of the season that this would have been a very defensive battle just based off, like, what the Bills did last season. Now I'm just looking at a shootout, you know? <laughs> like, Probably. I, I don't know. Like, because it's like both teams are – solid on both sides of the ball you know i i although maybe the weakest you know i don't know what would the weakest group of everyone be like is it the bills defense i'm not gonna say they're bad but like i just i don't know that's it like saying that they're the weakest isn't an insult because i think that everyone's playing at a high level so it just comes down to it's like again that x factor is like you know (laughs) What has to break in this game for someone to win? You know? This uh, might seem blasphemous. I think the weakest link in this game, just based on the numbers, is actually Pittsburgh's offense. So they've had the second most pass attempts of anybody in the league, and yet they have only the 14th most yards. Hmm. Coupled with well, I guess the interception number is pretty low. And their yeah, run game is virtually non-existent. Yeah. So, Big Ben and the receivers are doing an awful lot of work. And the defense has been great all year at pretty much everything. But their offense isn't really super efficient. <laughs> so, might come down to who, who comes up with a better running plan in this game. It very well could be. And to be fair, Buffalo hasn't done very well in that department either. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's it's Buffalo's run game against the Steelers' front line. Like, oh my gosh. You know, but then again, like, the Steelers just haven't been efficient against, you know, in the run, like you said. And, like, man, I was going to say, like, that, that front line for the Bills, I mean, you're looking at Ed Oliver, who they got last year. Uh, Mario Addison. No, that's not Quentin Jefferson. Come on. Oh my gosh, that is Quentin Jefferson. <laughs> Dear God. Sorry, I... Man, I wondered where he went. He was on Seattle for so long. I'll be willing to give the Steelers some credit. They've actually held up pretty well in the games where they've had to contain a running back. Like an actually good running back. Um, but I mean, they, they've also faced like a whole bunch of bullshit teams that don't have very good run games, believe it or I not. I would say, uh, literally first one I pull up against Steelers Ravens the first time and JK Dobbins ran for 113 yards on them. Yeah. But also versus the Browns, they only allowed Kareem Hunt 40 yards against the Titans. They only allowed Derrick Henry 75, uh, JK Dobbins did 
Oh, wow. The Ravens really crushed them that game running. Holy crap. That's Again, what I'm saying. I, th- yeah. I think the Steelers' first win against the Ravens, a little bit of ref interference there. Oh, for sure. Sorry, not sorry. You know, <laughs> it also it also didn't hurt that the Ravens gave the Steelers the ball four times during yeah. that game. And I don't see Buffalo doing that this game. So I don't Neither either. Do I could I. be shocked, but I don't see turnovers being a huge part of this game, which means they'll be at a premium. Which is, right. I was gonna say, it's like because. Because not only do the Steelers have a good front line, but like you're sitting there with Minka Fitzpatrick, who was a great acquisition from the Dolphins. Steal from the Dolphins. And Trey Edmonds. Or Terrell, sorry. Uh, that is correct. You know, Joe Hayden is, a, you know, that linebacking core. It's, gosh dang it. Like, I know the Steelers are going to be in the playoffs. I think it's funny that they haven't locked in a position, but then again, that's just scheduling things. It's inevitable. And All right, Thanos, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But I don't. I could see. I don't know. I. I, I kind of have a feeling that this could be like a second loss in a row for the Steelers. You know, I mean, currently the line is they're giving Buffalo two and a half points. Which Logan, correct me if I'm wrong, but that basically means they're putting it at even because they always give the Buffalo, they always give the home team like a slight advantage, right? Correct. So on a neutral playing field, these two teams would probably have a line of like one or nothing. Yeah. Uh, which I think is about fair. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like this this probably is one of the more evenly matched up games of the week. I think that's fair. I also agree. Other than uh, Colts Raiders, this is the other one that seems most evenly matched. I agree with Tyler. You're like, ah, this is going to be a great game. Okay, let's see if Justin Tucker shanks another one. You don't think cowboys Bengals is a close matchup? For the wrong reasons. Uh. <laughs> oh. Hey, but I didn't say yeah. good matchup. But to, but to be fair, your, your point like You are correct, Logan, but I don't correct. like saying it. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. You're right, but But like, why though? (laughs) All right, you win, but I'm not happy about it. (laughs) I'm not happy. Okay, calm down, Tyler. The impressions are getting a little out of hand here. I don't know. I okay. Oh, go ahead, Graham. Oh no. Uh, go on. (laughs) Go ahead. No. (laughs) You just told me no. I refuse. No. Steven, uh, I'm sick of you always telling me that. I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, that hurt. I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, All right. Anything else from anyone? Oh, I was just going to pose one question before we get to picks. Is that which receiver do we think will have the best performance in this game? It's so hard not to say Diggs. Because why wouldn't you say Stefan Diggs? But... I don't know. Tyler, you make a compelling point. I'm taking digs. Yeah, thank you. That is a, that is a hard point. <laughs> you know, it's like it is hard to argue that. Yeah. Who do you <laughs> think, Steven? Uh See, I was dang, I wanted to find the thing that showed like who was uh the leading receiver 
in each one. So someone else say it. Eric uh, Ebron. Uh... <laughs> good, good guess. Oh no! <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I mean, it is the correct answer. So yeah? I mean, you know, pat on the back for me anyway. Uh, I'll, I'll be a, I'll be a wild card. I think I think it'll be Juju. I think Juju's gonna have a decent game. Login. Uh, uh, I'm sticking with Tyler's earlier point and saying Diggs. Stefan. Are you saying Stefan Diggs? <laughs> My Stephon. name is Steven. No, no, I'm saying. <laughs> I also said Login. <laughs> yes, but you you realize the confusion, right? Because I am also like, because we are talking about Stefan Diggs. <laughs> no, my I name don't, is Steven. I don't see the connection. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know what you're getting at. Neither do I. Uh, funny <laughs> enough, through all their games, one, two, three, four, that five, is funny. Six, seven, seven games have had Diggs as the leading receiver. Four of them have had Cole Beasley, and one to Gabriel Davis. You know what? I'll be a bit of a wild card. I think Cole Beasley's on a hot streak. Uh, good pick, Stefan. Thanks. All right, and I'm ready to make a pick. Uh, but let's start with Logan you on too, this huh? one. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great really. pick. I also like them in this uh, game. We're not talking about the Saints. <laughs> I had the same thought. I have a, a friend who's a Bills fan, so I'm going to pick the Steelers. Some friend. Ooh. Wow, no, fuck your no, friend. We know the strat. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Listen, just because they didn't say easiest pick of the week, one hundred percent, no hands down. Like we, I know what he's getting at. Great work, uh, as always, Logan. I take my comment back then. G ham. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Grom, go ahead. Uh, let's see, Grom, Grom picked Grom Kalski. Grom picked the Buffalo Bile. Biles. <laughs> Tiller. Tyler, that was you. He won't stand Tiller. for this. I know. I, I wanted that <laughs> moment of silence. Just um, it didn't land. Steel Steelers keep on the losing streak. I'm picking the, yeah. the balls. Balls by two. Uh two. Yeah, I'm going to stick with what I said earlier. Uh, Stillers lose a close one to the Bulls. Very nice. Put all your money on the Stillers. Ah, I'm the only one who didn't take the Williams, I see. <laughs> the what? The Williams. Oh, I get it. Because Bill is sh <laughs> a, a, a shortened nickname for William. I get it. Oh, my ah, thanks. God. Thanks, Slowpoke. Hey, I'm at least a slow bro. Okay, give me some slack. That's fair. God, we need to end this podcast before we like warp out of the time space continuum or something. All right, moving on from our game, like great segment of game talk, but it is time for <laughs> my favorite segment, the Fitz Magic Memorial leftover cheesy picks, where we go through all the games that we did not get a chance to talk about in depth. In quotes. Uh, we ask a question and uh, make quick picks, hopefully quick, 
Sometimes it doesn't pan out that way. Let us get going. We are starting with the Thursday night game. Patriots visiting the Rams. Uh, you know, Patriots uh, posting the third, you know, posting up with the third best run offense. But the Rams uh, will counter that with the first, you know, league leading run defense. Do the Rams allow 121 yards of rushing in this game? Uh, Graham, start with you. Um, Going to go under. Define. Tyler. Uh, I'll go under. I'll hang with Grom. Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> Logan. Way over. Ooh. Ooh. Love the Patriots. I was just like, ah, this is where it was tough because I'm like, well, Cam could probably scramble for a lot of yards. Uh, mm, give me the over. Why not? Moving on, Texans at the Bears. Chicago's average margin of defeat this season is four points. Houston keeping somewhat similar. Margin of defeat is 3.5. Who overachieves? So how does that work? Sorry, Logan. I need some explanation here. Uh, so I also need an explanation for the Rams have the first run defense when the Bucks have allowed the fewest yards per run and the fewest rush yards total. I thought you posted that. Graham, was I that you? Sure didn't. I did not. No. I did. No, I. Oh, t- sorry. Are they number two? Everyone, calm down. Why are you yelling? I, I did it. I thought I looked and it said they were number one. I may be dumb. They are number three. Oh, they're number three. Oh, that even makes the matchup more compelling because it's three versus did three. Did I get my numbers mixed up? I probably did. Okay, Tom Brady. Yeah. Alright, so sorry. The margin of defeat one. So are we saying that so Houston normally loses oh. by three and a half, but Chicago loses by four normally? Yes. So what if you just look at the point differential for each team and then divide it by the number of games that they've played so far, the uh, Houston Texans have averaged losing by three and a half points. And the Chicago Bears have averaged losing by four points. So basically basically what we're doing with this game is giving each team four points. And saying who covers the spread. So Houston could, for example, win by seven. In which case, Chicago loses by seven and they do not overachieve. Or Houston could win by one. In which case, they do better by winning by one. And Chicago does better by losing by one. In which case, both of them beat their season average. Okay. Go ahead and start this one. Like with the pick. I'm sorry, who's starting? You. Both. Please. Uh, Graham. Oh, God, why? Only Chicago. (laughs) Oh, no. So you're saying Chicago's going to win by four or more. That is correct. Ooh. Oh, in that case, give me Houston. (laughs) So you're saying Houston's going to win by three or more? Yes. Yes. And Tyler. I'll take Houston. Also, uh, I want to wait. I want to make a point on the Patriots Rams one. Uh, They are first in pass defense. I read it wrong. They are third. Uh, (laughs) That is where my numbers were mixed up. Holy shit. Andy Dalton threw that motherfucker a mile. I am impressed. Speaking of Andy and Dalton... And Lamb just let that thing fall through his hands. 
Speaking of Andy Dalton, it's time to talk Cowboys Bengals. <laughs> Cowboys have had to turn, or both teams on uh, backup quarterbacks uh, due to the unfortunate injuries of their star quarterbacks. Uh, which interim QB throws more yards in this game? <sighs> Give me Dallas. Logan? Ty. <laughs> Tyler. Uh, 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 Bengals. Uh, Graham. Uh, give me Dallas. There you go, Graham. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Moving on, uh, Chiefs at the Dolphins. Another, you know, another great game for this week. Patrick Mahomes uh, further cementing his uh, most likely MVP candidacy again has only thrown two interceptions on the season. But meanwhile, Xavier Howard, leading the NFL with eight interceptions, has four straight games with one interception. Does he continue this trend? Does he intercept Patrick Mahomes in this game? Uh, Graham, start with you. We're going to go with yes, Steven. Ooh. One dollar, Steven. <laughs> Five dollars, indeed. Uh, Tyler. I'm agreeing with Graham, yes. Amazing. Got you. Logan. There's absolutely no way. <laughs> I thought you were about to say tie. I'm like, that does not work in this case. Uh, I don't see... Hmm. I'm going to say no, but that doesn't mean that Patrick Mahomes won't throw an interception in this game. I just don't know if it'll be Xavier. What if Xavier Howard in mid-jump has a heart attack and dies, and the ball just manages to find its way into his hands. Would that count as a tie? No, that's an interception. That's an interception, man. Okay. (laughs) All right. But at that point, will his ethereal body count as the interception? It's not ethereal. It's still very much a very (laughs) physical corpse. The body of Xavier Howard would have caught the football. Ergo, Xavier Howard got an interception. All right. right. I was trying to figure out a tie... What if it's a different Xavier Howard that the Dolphins pick up? It's not. Mm. I'd count that as a tie. <laughs> okay. Woo! Just it. so we Graham's can move on to the next pick. <laughs> Graham's going to change his name to Xavier Howard and force his way onto the field. Do it. <laughs> uh, Cardinals. If I did that, I'd definitely die before the interception reached my hands. They'd kill me. Moving on, Cardinals at the Giants. Uh, both teams uh, averaging, giving up about five point yards per play. Uh, okay, so wait, so they're averaging, giving up, but we're saying which offense averages more yards per play. I'm correct. That's in the question. That? Okay. Yep. So, which offense is going to achieve or average more yards per play in this game? Uh, Tyler, start with you. Give me the Cardinals. Hmm. Agreed. Uh, Graham. Give me them cards. And Logan. Same. All right. There we go. Fast picks. I'm not picking the Giants. What am I, stupid? (laughs) Famous famous words from last week. Moving on to Broncos at the Panthers. Uh, Christian McCaffrey should be making his return after his second injury of the season. Hopefully he manages to stay healthy for the rest of the season. Uh, but in this game, who's going to have more total touches, McCaffrey or the top two Denver running backs? Whoever those may be in this game. Uh, Graham, start with you. Uh, McCaffrey. Tyler. 
McCaffrey. Logan. Tie. <laughs> this is one where a tie actually could happen. Uh, God damn it. Give me, give me McCaffrey. All right, moving on to Titans at those sturdy Jaguars. Uh, Derrick Henry uh, locking up that top rushing spot in the NFL. Dalvin Cook uh, a couple yards behind him, but surprisingly, uh, James Robinson, the the surprising rookie, is number three in total rush yards and has turned into a pretty reliable back for the Jaguars. Uh, But in this game, will James Robinson have more all-purpose yards or will Derrick Henry have more rushing yards? Uh, Logan, start with you. Derrick Henry. Tyler. I'll take James Robinson. Ooh, I agree with Tyler in this one, actually. Graham. <sighs> Derrick Henry. I knew you weren't going to pick against him. <laughs> All right. Graham, I'm trying. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to Jets at the Seahawks. Uh, funny stat I saw today is that the Seahawks are averaging... Uh, 29.4 points a game, and the Jets are allowing an average of 29.4 points a game. So, simple question. Seahawks score over under 29 points. Uh, I will start. It better be the over. <laughs> so, give me the over. Uh, Tyler. Give me the over, baby. Logan. Um, I'll take under 60. <laughs> But I'm taking the over. Is this for the full game or just the first half? <laughs> full game. All right, over. Please, they didn't give me a split of average in the halves, Graham. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me just pull out my abacus. <laughs> yeah, get to work on that. As we move on to Falcons at the Chargers. Uh, you know, normally I would have thought going into this it would have been a question about Keenan Allen and Julio Jones, but surprisingly it's Keenan Allen versus Calvin Ridley. Uh, both lead the teams in yards and touchdowns uh, with seven apiece. In this game, who gets more touchdowns between the two? Uh, Tyler, start with you. I'll take Keenan Allen. You know what? Give me the tie. <laughs> Graham. Oh, man. Uh, Work that, Abacus. Give me Keenan Allen. And Logan. Calvin Ridley by a mile. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to Packers at the Lions. <laughs> Each team has committed and accepted roughly equal this <laughs> accepted uh, roughly equal amounts of penalties. Uh, which team commits more in this game? Uh, I'm going to say the Lions. Uh, Logan. Tie. <laughs> Graham. Tie. Ooh. Tyler. Tie. Oh my gosh, so many people in the tie section. <laughs> Love it. Oh my gosh. Have I messed up? Only time will tell. Uh, time. time. I see what you did there. Thank you. Uh, moving on to Saints at the Eagles. This will be the rookie debut of Jalen Hurts as the starter for the Eagles. Uh, before Hurts, uh, the Eagles were averaging 230 pass yards per game. The Saints were allowing an average of 231 pass yards a game. Simple question. Does Jalen Hurts pass for 230 yards in this game? Uh, over, under. Uh, Tyler, start with you. I'll take the under. Hmm. Uh, Graham. I will unbelievably take the over. Logan. 
under by at least 500. Love the Saints. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, give, give me the under. All right. Uh, moving on to football team at the 49ers, which is technically Arizona because they have to play there right now. Uh, uh, each team is gaining and uh, is gaining and giving up about four yards per rush attempt. So the question for this one is, which team will have more yards per rush attempt? Uh, Logan, start with you. Uh, San. F- uh, no, I like San Fran. No, I like the football team too. Give me San Fran. <laughs> man, that was a journey. I tried, man. Uh, Graham. I'm gonna go with the 49ers because I think Washington kneels three times at the end of the game and brings their average lower. Ooh. Genius. Uh. Tyler. Um, I'll take the football team. Huh. Um, yeah, I'll go with the football team. All right. And finally, the Monday night matchup of Ravens and the Browns, Tyler's favorite game of the week. <laughs> uh, both teams are averaging about 157 rush yards per game. Uh, which team wins the running duel and gets more yards on the day? Graham, we'll start this one with you. Uh, Boy, give me... Give me that tie. Ooh. I am going to say Baltimore, specifically because I think Baker Mayfield is going to try to pass again. Logan. Uh, Easy, no question. Baltimore by uh, probably uh, like quadruple digits. (laughs) (laughs) I may have doomed myself. Tyler, finishing with you. I'll take the Browns. Why not? Sure. That's the confidence of a champion. Good news is all these picks are going to extend my lead in the Fitzmagic cheesy pick section. Oh yeah, I didn't know we were counting golf score. Love golf. Because I must be like two under par right now. Sure. (laughs) If only we were doing golf. Unfortunately, we still have yet to uh, assign a point uh, for the Cowboys Ravens game. But since we all picked the same team, the standings will not change. So at the moment. you know, possibly gaining a point onto this. Uh, Logan is sitting in the back with 65 points. That'd be a pretty Woo-hoo! good golf score, I'm not going to lie. That's an awesome golf. That is actually my lowest ever golf score. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Tyler sitting in second place with 70 points. Woo! Uh, Graham, second place, 73 points. <laughs> One over. <laughs> oh, then I must be really doing bad because I'm in the lead with 78 points. Oh, Steven, you're not going to make the cut. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I forgot to add God. a point. 79 points. Oof. Thank you for zero rushing touchdowns in the Bills-Niners game. I can't believe it was zero. I can. Uh, Why do you think I picked it? Uh, uh And with that... Because you wanted me to get a point? No. Please, I want the $5 gift card. Uh, And with that, that will conclude this episode of the Internet Football Podcast. As always, I thank you all for joining me. This is always fun. Thank you for joining me. I love it. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes, I I should be thank thank you all for letting me continue to (laughs) to be in your presence. Anytime. It's always a pleasure, as usual. All right, and we will see you next week, assuming that this league doesn't fall apart <laughs> uh, in the next week. Uh, hope to see you then. Happy well. Bye. Bye.
Bye, Grom. Bye, Stefan.